You are listening to the Fox Den Sports Podcast. like to welcome back all of our listeners to the Fox Den Sports Podcast. And along with my three exuberant sons, Kellen Gary and Gannon, I am Todd Fox. And the four of us make up the Fox Den. Today, we're going we're gonna to do something a little, little different. This podcast is going to be a movie edition. So we do like to talk about sports. We do like to talk about food. And we do like to talk about movies, TV shows, and so forth. And this past week, um, Garrett and Gannon and myself and uh, Garrett's wife, Kelly, all went to see the movie Oppenheimer. And I know Kellen, um, he said he'd be a little bit late in order to get there but because uh, he lives in Atlanta, so he was unable to attend. But you did see it as well, right, uh, a couple mm-hmm. of days later? Yeah. So let's just shoot it off because it's very, it's a, I thought it was a very good movie. If it's long, not going to lie. We're driving to the movie. Garrett, Garrett, tell tell the folks uh, we're driving to the movie. What happened? What 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 what, what transpired? Well, I don't know if I really get what you're putting down, but uh, I had to make sure that Dad understood that there was like three different timelines going on in the movie because I knew you told this him that guy beforehand. Would... Well, yeah. Can you imagine Dad trying to watch the movie like with three different pieces going around? And that's not a spoiler. That doesn't ruin anything. I just told him, like, hey, you'll know, like, what is kind of the main storyline that you're following. When it's Robert Downey Jr. kind of in the court place, that is the, like, immediate current. And then whenever you got Oppenheimer in the, like, interrogation room, that's kind of like a couple weeks, maybe a couple months prior. No, that's, that's a lot further prior. Is it a lot? You can see, yeah, you can tell the difference in him in that room and him when he gets that little award at the end of the movie. There's a major difference in his age. Well, no, the award well, that's is, not the same. That's that, yeah. almost four timelines. If you because like, I thought no, the you're you're right, after. but the award is way after. Because look at that's what, what I'm saying. But there, so there was like four. Teller, but like, just Robert think of what Jr. Teller looked later. like in um in the courtroom versus in that scene where he's getting the award. I'm pretty sure the courtroom was a lot still later than the interrogation, but we need to read the book. Anyways, yeah, that was the main thing on the way to the movie. I was like, okay, we got to know this. Got to tell him that. You also had to tell me how long it was. Yeah, dad had no idea it was three hours until I said on the way, started freaking out. Had to work the next day, so I was tired. Before we... Gannon went sitting. Gannon went sitting next to me, and I was like, "Yeah, what, or what's what's going on with Gannon?" He's like, "He he said you asked him any questions during the movie, so he didn't want to sit next." No, to me. I just knew you'd ask questions, and I wouldn't know any better, so Gary could answer them for you. Gary, you trying to throw him under the bus? Pretty sure there, I said exactly what Gannon just said. There Probably. was a little bit. No, you go. He doesn't want to sit by you because you asked him any questions. So there's a little beef with me and Gannon this week. You know, a little under underline <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't know about. So now the the truth is out, then we can get Dan's out. been trying to figure out. Like, dad, why does dad, why, why when I get out of bed, dad doesn't ask how I'm doing today. He's like, he, yeah, he dad's grabbing an extra what? chimichanga before Gannon can get there, you know? <laughs> All right. So what? anyway, who wants to go first? Because, I mean, I thought it was really good. 
I thought the casting was fantastic. I don't know. We could talk about that later as well, but overall it was a long movie, but I mean, it, it's weird to say, but it kind of went by pretty quick in a way. But for me personally, as a 54 year old man that doesn't uh, pay attention very well, it, it did get a little bit confusing to me a little bit, but um, and then you, you've seen it twice now, Garrett. So you said uh, some things that you caught maybe the second time around, but anyway, go ahead. I think Callan's got something to say, but yes. Okay. Uh, I got a lot to say. First, like just rate it five stars out of mm-hmm. five. What, what would you rate it? Five. I would have to go probably four and a half only, even though it's a phenomenal movie. I think the only thing holding it back is it's not something I'm like as interested in, in some of my other favorite movies, if that makes sense. Like for instance, I, like the Batman movies, part, some of Christopher Nolan's this past one, something I'm very, very interested in, but also a phenomenal movie. While I completely the agree, like, I think this is Christopher Nolan's best movie he's ever made. Really? Yeah, like, just quality. Everything, there's nothing wrong with it. To be fair, it was based on, it was a true story, so, but, like, it was a perfect movie, perfect casting. Like, Dark Knight's my favorite movie of all time. Still, like, still a five-star, in my opinion. But, like, just because I'm not going to rewatch it all the time doesn't mean it's not a perfect movie. It's just... Well, also, he it's a long like, movie, and it's like it, it takes it out of you. Like it's a it's a heavy movie, but it's like there was there was nothing you could have changed to make that better. I don't think he also got like five or six huge like all time performances from some of the main actors, which is like and like people like I don't I'm not I you know, act like I'm an expert, but like that could be Robert Downey Jr.'s best. One thousand percent, it is. So it's, it's like there's no the question asked. He got that guy's best, and then all the like this guy. Like there's just a list, and it's like everything just meshed perfectly. Kind of like that's what I'm saying. About. There wasn't a single actor that took you out of the scene. Like yeah, every, all the acting was perfect. The, the zero CGI. Like I was curious to see. Like okay, will I be able to tell? There were scenes that you're like, okay, I can tell. Like this was like. The opening in the opening when he's in school or whatever and he's like can't sleep and he's seeing like all these images, you could tell that that was not CGI because it was just whatever he did the practical effects to get that to work. So that the story like I I saw a lot of people complain they're like I, this movie better not have multiple timelines going on like a classic Nolan movie. I don't think this movie would have worked without it. Imagine if they would have built that bomb in the first 45 minutes and you got an hour and 45 uh, or hour 15 or whatever of a courtroom and two hours, 15 minutes of courtroom and interrogation. Like it would have been harder to watch shows just ongoing for two hours than it was splitting it up. Yeah. The timing of it was perfect because I would have lost track of what was going on or like what they were talking about. Yeah. So five Dad, stars did you, for me, did you rate it then? I I gave it a four point four. But I thought oh. it was good. Oh yeah. But I mean I I did. I thought it was good. It just um I was I was a little confused at times because I'm like, what the heck's going on? And personally, I uh, think they could have done without some of the nakedies that they had. Uh you know, we we actually had we talked about Callie going with us, and I would have been extremely embarrassed if if she would have gone um but no i mean uh, that's the only thing i think i would even think about 
honestly really even changing. I guess my thing was, is I was trying to figure out who was who a lot of the, a lot of the time, like the, the guy who was the professor next door to him during that time frame. I don't know who, I can't remember who that guy is. Um, but he was really good. Which one was he? Um, man, is it Josh, Har- Josh, Josh Harnett? I think it's who that was, but man, I thought he did. I thought he did a really good job as well. But to me, the casting was perfect. Robbie Downey Jr. Man, he did good. They had, um, what's that guy's name from, uh, Friday night lights, buddy Garrett, uh, was on it. I'm looking at him. I'm like, that guy looks so familiar. Cause he had this big old head of hair on Friday night lights, but, and he was the, one of the, um, guys that were just kept on hammering away at, uh, Emily Blunt and, um, Murphy. How do you say his first name? Gillian. Yeah. Yeah. So, but thing is like, we're talking about all these other guys, that guy, like he was fantastic. I know he's been in Peaky Blinders. I think he was a scarecrow, but, and I know there's other movies he's been in. I can't think of them on the top of my head. He's always kind of one of these, just a little off characters or whatever. And he was, he played that perfectly. That guy made the movie, him and Downey Jr. Between the two of them. I'm, I'm guessing, I mean, I don't, I don't ever really pay a whole lot of attention to all these awards ceremonies and all that. You know what I mean? Like Academy Awards or anything like that. But, if that doesn't win some kind of reward, that's crazy because that was so good. And I well, Emily Blunt did fantastic as well. Matt Damon, too. We haven't even mentioned yeah, that. Yeah, I forgot about Matt, yeah, Matt Damon. Yeah. He's this, incredible. I've seen I mean, he's always great in everything I see him in, but this is one of the best acting. But it could be the type of movies I watch. Like he's it's usually action movies that I see him in, but his acting was insane. And but yeah, like Killian Murphy. Christopher Nolan discovered him back in the day. He was just in some random projects. He he discovered him. He asked him to come audition to be Bruce Wayne and Batman. Thought this not quite right. Then decided to throw him in as Scarecrow. Used him in quite a few different projects. And now this is the first time he's taken the lead in like a big production movie. And he finally got a shot and just he knocked it out of the park. Like I almost like. When I see him, I see Scarecrow a lot. Part of it's cause, just because I'm a nerd. But in that one, like I think when I watch Dark Knight and Batman Begins, I'm gonna be seeing, seeing Oppenheimer because it's like he's just he he was just in that character, and it was it was just crazy. Yeah, I mean, this is his fifth or sixth Nolan movie, so that alone tells you how much of a different level he is compared to a lot of different actors out there. Because Christopher Nolan doesn't call back like not good actors as we've seen so you see the repeat actors are all usually just incredible is this robert downey's first one with christopher i don't remember him being it i mean unless yeah i haven't seen him in anything else like so this is the first time i've seen robert downey jr do something serious i've seen him in like tropic thunder iron man dr doolittle or something like that um the detective like Sherlock, oh, Sherlock Holmes, yeah, yeah Sherlock, you're Holmes, right. Sherlock yeah. Holmes. Um, but like this, like I at first I couldn't even believe it because like you hear him like talking and you're like that is an old man. Like it, it, scene, it was insane when he's just about to get like exposed and just totally like like casted away. Basically, like that was incredible. He had like that two minute little part 
That's what I'm saying. It's like it was just him, and it was like, oh man, it felt good. And it's hard to see actors like that. It's hard to see them come back, and you're like, like that's part of the downside of people doing big Marvel movies for long periods of time. Like you see him as Iron Man. Held up this one. Didn't even think about it. Like he was just he was his character, and it was, it was crazy, and. I don't know. Just, um, Gary Oldman was Gary in. Gary Oldman. Like, that's what I was gonna say, minutes. man. Like, I didn't even know he was Harry. I didn't know he was Truman. I had no yeah, idea. So I it was insane. Him. I could barely tell it was him, and I just knew it was him when I saw. I knew because I was like, all right, he's been in Nolan movies, and he. And I, he's it's just crazy how Nolan like can get before. those. What do you say? He's played like those kind of characters before, like a ton of makeup tricks. Oh yeah, you can tell it's him. But, no, yeah, this isn't his first rodeo for but sure. He can but play just, anybody. Yeah, it's just crazy that he got him to come, come literally three minutes of screen time, and then I think it just puts like it's exactly what Matt Damon said. Like Matt Damon's obviously a huge actor too. Granted, like yeah. you said before, first time I think he's been in one at least that I know of. But he was gonna like not necessarily retire, but to take a pretty long break from acting just to kind of spend time with his family. But he's like, told his wife, like, there's only, you know, I'll do this, but only one uh, catch is that if Christopher Nolan calls, like, I got to go. And then he did. So I think that just shows what kind of impact Nolan has on the industry. He could probably call just about anybody he wants, and that guy's going to do whatever role it is. Guy or girl will do whatever role it is. For however long screen time it is, either like they don't care. It's just they just want to be a part of a great movie, and you know you, people are gonna love it, and people are gonna talk about your acting for that one scene because something about Nolan just gets brings the best out of everybody. Sure, Josh Peck. Yeah, what the heck was that, dude? Was, the whole theater I, laughed when he popped it seemed, up. It seemed like a funny part after that. Yeah, but then he he kept popping back up. Even Dane DeHaan, he was the. Green Goblin from Amazing Spider-Man 2. He just played this creepy little military dude that you yeah. knew something was off about him. And yeah, yep, but he was. also yeah, did amazing. No, he did. Like, you could tell something was off, and I was like, I don't know if it's just because he looks weird, but no, he was just playing this character. Like, yeah. you don't know what, but something's weird about him. I'm I'm did looking you, through the list here. Go ahead. Sorry. I was say, did you see um, whenever Nolan saw that people were wondering if he actually set off a nuclear bomb for the movie, and he was like, I'm like, flattered but terrified at the same time <laughs> yeah he's like it's funny because it's you like would think somebody like him wouldn't have a sense of humor <laughs> with the movies he makes but yeah. yeah he was like he's like it's flattering but it's also a little scary yeah to think that he would do that go ahead I, then. I see um ben affleck's brother casey was in it what did he where was he at it says he was boris pash i don't remember who i'd have to remember like i can't remember who that was it's probably it just had to be one of those scientists i guess Ben Ben Affleck was never in a Nolan movie, was he? Not that I can think none of, of those none of those Batman movies. He yeah, wasn't. Those, yeah, those are Bale. I know, but also don't forget, is it Tom Conti, Albert Einstein? Oh, oh that was sick! That was like, really good I, too. I, obviously, I've never seen film of the real Einstein, but like looks wise, I yep. thought it was him. Yeah. Also, that scene whenever he walks by and like doesn't say a word. Like you could tell something was there, but then you kind of forget about it pretty quick. But like Robert you could Dino tell Jr. something was off. Did not. Well, yeah, but you could tell. Like I, could, I was like, well, that was weird. 
but like also, you think about it, yeah and then it comes back to be like a pretty defining moment that was sick casey was that general that that's like safety general that matt damon's character was warning Oppenheimer about like not to talk to oh yeah that, that was him like, yeah <sighs> i can kind of see it now but he had a weird look to him for sure one thing that's a way different than the actors but like what I, uh, it's just something i loved about just like because it's a real story so these people in general yeah. like oppenheimer and einstein like two and ins- incredibly smart people but they they knew and they were scared of the consequences of what they were doing like like oppenheimer was building something crazy and he's like he didn't even know if he should do it he knew why he was doing it didn't know if he should Einstein was the same. This wasn't in the movie, but a quote of his was, "I don't." He's like, "I don't know what, I don't know what World War Three will look like, but World War Four will be fought with sticks and stones." Because he knew what the, the work they were doing. World War Three is gonna end the world as we know it. So it's just two guys yeah. that just knew the impact of what they were. The yeah, the only they reason they followed through with this because they somebody knew that if somebody to. else did it, they they didn't have not necessarily much as say like as much power in what they did with it like in this one trying to get it before hoping they were on the right side and the right side was going to get it first yeah so no that's that's true um and then jason clark though when he's uh, the guy that was doing the main interrogation like by the end of the movie just going at oppenheimer and his wife like terrifying honestly yeah that's the guy if i'm not mistaken yeah that's the guy that was um in friday night lights i remember from like he was either in like a terminator or a planet of the apes or something like that or maybe both yeah he was in he was in planet of the apes terminator uh for sure he was like that one character that like you just i just couldn't stand him but that's like that's exactly what they needed in that spot. Oh like, yeah, I couldn't stand him at all. Yeah. He was just so annoying. Like the way he worded his questions and just like, ah, it seems so like trying to set him up for failure. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and like that's exactly what would was needed though. I don't know. That was just one of the best, well made movies. <laughs> and it's I was crazy completely off. That's not the same guy. Really? Yep, but he looks exactly so. Sorry to all the listeners that uh, were sitting there going, "That's not right." But he looks just like him. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Well, it's just like it's hard to know because, like, you could say it's a perfectly cast movie, but like Gary was saying earlier, like actors will just come out the woodworks to work with Nolan because they know of what he can produce. So it's like be part of that is just yeah. Nolan just has this like I think he's the best director of our time. Like sure. every, I have never seen theaters sold out the way this is. There's, we have one of those special theaters close by. It's been sold out for three weeks. I've been trying to get tickets. So is he? Um, is he going to do another one? I mean, like I'm like another movie. Like, does he have any movies in the in the works at, at right now or anything that you know? Of? I wouldn't be surprised if he's got something in his head. But like, I feel like you don't usually know about it until like a year. Really? Like, let me, when, yeah, because when was Tenet? Tenet was uh, did he do 20- that? Okay, that was twenty twenty. That, that, that was only three years ago. That was like during COVID. It was really good. It was probably the worst Nolan movie I've seen. 
but that's still a it's really still good, good movie. Still yeah. good, man. Still, yeah, it's, it's got like it's time travel kind of. Yeah, oh, but it's, yeah. It's might be a little advanced time travel for Pa, but it is. It, it. I mean, I've only seen it once, and it confused me. Like it. Sure. It was hard. It was hard to follow. Um. So who knows? He could actually. He could end up making something pretty soon. I, I didn't realize it was only three years, but also like it only took fifty days to film this movie. Are you kidding? I me? believe. Let me double check. Uh, say that. 50, say that again. It was either fifty or ninety. I could be completely wrong. What did Man. you say? I thought it took make fifty the movie. days to film up. It only there. took fifty days to film, which is crazy. I mean, knowing him, he probably made them live at uh, yeah. Los Alamos <laughs> or whatever, and film. I'm seeing that uh, a lot of reports are saying he's always had an interest in making a Star Wars movie before he passes. What? Fifty-seven like days is how long world. it took to shoot. I like Star Wars, but eh, I don't know. It could be cool, but like, it'd probably be the best Star Wars movie. The more I think about it, though, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, I cannot. Right. I, I just can't believe. To, like after watching his movies the last few years, like I can't believe DC got him to come sign on for three superhero movies. Yeah. Granted, they did what they should have done for all their directors, gave him full control, and he just gave us absolute masterpieces. Also kind of lucky he got Batman, except it suits perfectly. For his style, I don't think he would have done something else. But yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. He is just the best director of our time. Oh, I agree 100%. I would say. Fantastic job. He, but he said he's not going to do anything until, like, after this whole strike and stuff is finished, so... Nobody he, he respects idea. it. No, he so yeah, ho- however long this lasts, but like people like him, he's constantly creating in his head. He might not be sitting there writing a script, but he's uh he knows. He's he's got ideas in there. Kind of like a kind of like Paul, you know. Always got ideas in his head. Yeah, I'm the guy who thought the Friday Night Light guy was in there. <laughs> that was messed up, but I apologize to the listeners, so but no, we had a uh, really good discussion on some movies that'll be out here uh, very soon. I'm, I'm anxious to look at uh, other movies that are coming up. I'm just not, for me to actually go to a movie, it's got to be a fairly big one, I guess, in a way, or, you know, because I usually just wait for it to come out on TV or, t- yeah, well, television or HBO or Netflix or whatever it might be. That's that's just kind of how I do it. But we'll uh, we'll definitely do more podcasts regarding movies here soon. But I hope everybody remembers to stay safe. Right? What else? Uh, iron sharpens iron. Yeah, iron sharpens iron. Be Please savage, stay not average. And remember to join the skulk. Until next time. Goodbye. Goodbye, Goodbye everybody. Bye, everybody. You've been listening to the Fox Dan Sports Podcast with Todd, Kellen, Garrett, and Gannon. Find us on Facebook at Fox Dan Sports. That's Fox with two X's. Drop us an email at foxdansports at yahoo.com. And be sure to share this podcast with other sports fans in your life. This has been Fox Dan Sports.